Winter Garden approves a big budget. Tensions soar over traffic in a Koei. OCPS stands behind their mask mandate. And a proposed turnpike project has some in Winter Garden appalled. The date is October 14th, 2021. And we're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go. The Winter Garden City Commission approved the final fiscal year 2021-2022 budget during its September 29th meeting. Total revenues are over $87 million, including $45.7 million from their general fund, which marked a $4.8 million increase from the previous fiscal year. The budgeted property tax revenue of about $19 million represents an increase of $1.3 million from last year. The set millage rate is 4.5 mils, which has now remained static for four years, and all city staff will see a 3% cost of living increase in their pay. Full budget is laid out with beautiful infographics in this week's paper. Recent traffic concerns within the city of Ocoee took center stage during the last Ocoee City Commissioner's meeting. Ultimately, both citizens and commissioners agreed measures should be taken to encourage people to be more careful on the roads. According to data from Orange County, there were 288 traffic citations issued in Ocoee during September. On October 27th, the city of Ocoee announced road closures at Fuller's Crossroad that will last from October 4th to the 29th. Now, I know this on personal account. This is where the road I take to go to church. And, you know, we, we normally we're just two minutes from our church. I live I live northeast Winter Garden. And this thing, this road blockage, they they had it there a couple months ago, maybe a month ago. And then I think some people were fussing. So they removed it, the road blockage. And then now it's back. I don't know the full details, but I do know that I look forward to October 30th when that roadblock is apparently going to be lifted. During his comments, Commissioner George Oliver showed a video of a recent incident drag racing on Hackney Prairie Road. He proposed adding more speed tables to roads such as Hackney Prairie Road to encourage people to slow down. Quote, what I would like to know is what we can do to put a speed table on that road. What will it take? Do we have to wait on a kid to get hit? Do we have to wait on somebody to be hurt? Or die on the road? Do we have to wait until a car flips? What do we have to wait on in order to address this problem? We have the money to do it. End quote. Walt Disney World is celebrating its 50th anniversary by giving back to the community. Disney recently awarded a total of $3 million in grants to six Central Florida nonprofits, including... Give Kids the World Village, Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Florida, Heart of Florida United Way, Hope Partnership, 
Elevate Orlando and Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. Now, as a matter of fact, just yesterday, I was volunteering at the Second Harvest Food Bank. I was doing that with the local Rotary Club, to which I am a member. And it was very impressive. I mean, this place is huge. You wouldn't imagine the amount of pounds of food that were packaged just just yesterday when I was there. An incredible operation. I encourage anybody who is able to take a day to volunteer over there. They could use the help. Now, uh, before we get into the next story, let me just remind you how to get your local news. Now, of course, this is hyper-local news. We need to stay informed. We need to be a community that is strong and has a good communication with each other. And the best way to do that is by visiting orangeobserver.com. When you visit the website, there's going to be a pop-up that'll show up on your screen and you can click. You can click if you want daily headlines, the e-newspaper, promotions and deals. You can click if you want this program, the West Orange On The Go program. This is the best way to stay informed. So visit orangeobserver.com. Let's go into some education news. Two days after both the Hillsborough County School Board and Sarasota County School Board voted to let their mask mandates expire, Orange County Superintendent Dr. Barbara Jenkins addressed the topic Thursday, October 7th. And in this week's paper, you can read all about how she feels the school board is with proper grounds to maintain the mandate. She has stated here, quote, We are optimistic that the numbers will continue to improve over the next few weeks so that we can return to our previous strategy, allowing parents to opt out, end quote. Board of Education stated that OCPS is out of compliance with the emergency rule and thus could face financial penalties. OCPS officials said through a Facebook post, quote, We are disappointed in the outcome, but not surprised. Based upon the data and with the advice of local health experts, we maintain that the best course of action was to require face masks with medical exceptions. At this time, nothing has changed in the school district regarding face mask. End quote. And as you recall, we cannot uh, have any public comment on that Facebook post because OCPS has prevented public comment on Facebook post. That was in last week's report. I encourage you to go back and read the full story. Let's go on over to our sports news, our hyper-local sports Let's go with our high five this week. Number one, Horizon High School's cross-country team made history October 7th by winning the first team titles in school history. Both boys and girls teams took first place in the Thunder Twilight Invitational hosted by Lake Region High School. Number two, Dr. Phillips Volleyball took home the crown in the Swing for the Cure tournament Friday, October 8th and Saturday, October 9th. The team won all five of its games en route to taking first place in the elite division. Number three, West Orange's swim teams took home first place in the Junior Varsity Championship swim meet October 8th. On the boys' side, the Warriors edged out Olympia by 14 points to secure the victory. 
For the girls, it was not even close. They won by a 30-point margin over Dr. Phillips. Number four, Lake Buena Vista High School will be hosting competition cheer tryouts October 18th to October 19th. School tryouts will be from 2.30 to 5 p.m. in the school cafeteria and applications are due by October 14th at 3.30 p.m. Number five, Friday, October 15th promises to yield some interesting matchups on the football field. The night will feature a big game between Olympia and Windermere. Dr. Phillips traveling to Kissimmee to play Osceola and Lake Buena Vista and Horizon playing against each other for the first time at the LBV High School. Fans can purchase tickets on the GoFan app. Now, I'm about to go into the final story in just a moment. And this is a story I think that we all should keep our eyes on and we should be active with this story. We will get into it in a moment. But first this. Foundation Academy on Friday, October 8th, celebrated the opening of its new Kelly Family Athletic Annex and the Lumpkins Family Strength and Conditioning Center with a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Now, Foundation Academy is a sponsor of this program, and I strongly encourage you to look them up whenever you are considering a place for your child's education. As Chip Lumpkins stated it during the ceremony, quote, you only get one chance to educate your child, end quote. My child is at Foundation Academy. The decision was a blessing. Foundation Academy, where character matters. Amy Questenberry tells the story. Avalon residents learn details of proposed Turnpike Project. Residents attended a public meeting to express their opinions of an interchange being proposed that would affect Tucker Ranch and the historic Tildenville community. At the meeting, the representatives of the project stated an interchange is needed to improve travel service in West Orange County and to relieve traffic demand on West Colonial Drive and at the Oakland-Claremont interchange. Three interchange options are proposed at Avalon, and they would require varying degrees of land acquisition. According to the maps provided by FDOT, all three options would need land to the north and south of the Turnpike in the historic Tildenville community and Tucker Ranch. They stated that constructing the Turnpike ramps would require a total of 1.6 acres. Winter Garden City Manager Mike Bolhofer addressed FDOT and the crowd and expressed disappointment in the Turnpike Interchange proposal. The city has invested millions of dollars into Tucker Ranch, a track of land of more than 200 acres south of the Turnpike that is being transformed into a health and wellness park. According to the city, it will be the first such park of this magnitude in the United States. Making the Turnpike wider and adding the on and off ramps will bring traffic closer to the park, which originally housed the community's first country club. A quote from Mike Bolhofer here. That noise will destroy the quiet and serenity of Tucker Ranch. That's our biggest concern. It's our pride and joy for Winter Garden and West Orange County. Also concerning is what this proposal could do to the historic black community of Tildenville, he said. When the Turnpike was originally built in the 1960s, 
It split the community in half. Building an interchange would widen that divide. Ed Williams, the city's planning consultant, he said he disagrees with the FDOT statement that the interchange is necessary between Ocoee and Oakland because the turnpike was built as a long-distance commuter road, and it wasn't meant to provide convenient access every few miles. City attorney Kurt Artiman said that the project would damage the entire life source at Tucker Ranch and should, quote, go away. He told attendees, quote, now's the time to make your voices heard. The more that you explain how this impacts you and the city and the park, the more impact you will have. Janine Yazinski, who is the president of the Bloom and Grow Garden Society, stated, quote, We are appalled that this park and the land in Tildenville will be reduced. The Turnpike Project will demolish a part of history. Now the verdict in this story is yet out. No conclusion as of yet. Now I selected this story as the final story because I believe it's the most important story this week. Winter Garden and West Orange generally must labor to protect our local environment. It's our heritage. We see too many cities, too many cities, not just across the country, but here in Central Florida, becoming big cities of buildings and concrete. Big cities have their place. They're important for our capitalistic society to function. But every city shouldn't be a big city. West Orange has a heritage to protect. Before we wake up to find West Orange is no more, let us not become the city to the east of us. A great city in many ways, but not our city. Let's keep the character of West Orange. Let's care about our green space and our conservation areas. Let's be active. And now I want to thank you for taking the time to walk through this week's hyper-local news with me. Together, we are more informed. But I want to hear your feedback. I want your questions, your ideas. Message me by visiting westorangeonthego.com. That's westorangeonthego.com. And also be sure to check out our Facebook page and leave a comment on this post. I want to hear your feedback. This has been Austin Arthur with the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.